Hello, Alex. Hello, Andrew. We're back again. We are back again. On, with episode 11 of the Universe's premium business podcast, Brains on the Outside. This is absolutely true. What is Brains on the Outside, Andrew? Brains on the Outside is a comedy podcast about ridiculous business ideas. We take the ideas that you have in the shower or the pub and we turn them into really stupid, big businesses that solve real world problems yeah exactly real world problems i think is the key there yeah these ideas very outside brainy what is an outside brain well i guess it'd be the opposite of an inside brain so we're not this isn't inside the box thinking this is properly out there ridiculous things it's not just outside of the box it's outside of our actual brains <laughs> yeah we're, we're way past the box now yeah <laughs> we're around the middle of nowhere all right, cool. Should we just crack on and and get on with our first idea? Let's do it. Yeah. So I've had an idea. I've been thinking about it. And I kind of like know your thoughts. Make this into a real business. Okay, let's do it. So um, I, I was thinking about how, well, I, I had a hamster recently. Balthazar, I loved her. But I think I was thinking as well about when you're, I imagine a lot of children have hamsters. Um, so you can imagine your daughter, she's a hamster, loves the hamster. But one day the hamster, you know, goes to hamster heaven. Yeah. What do you what do you say to your daughter? I think it's quite popular maybe sort of try and smooth out the brutal truth there and be like, oh well, the hamster went up to the hamster farm in Aberdeen. <laughs> and when you when she's like, Oh, can I can I go see him? Like, oh no, I'm sorry, like five year olds, that's they can't go to the hamster. Only only six year olds can go. But but now Alex a year has passed. And she wants to go to the hamster farm in Aberdeen. But what what do you what do you do? My business idea is we run that farm. Oh. We have a farm up in Aberdeen or wherever you said to sort of swoop in and save a day here. There'll be hamsters there, there'll be all sorts of animals, all sorts of things. You could take a child and the not the lie, but the that can continue. Uh, two things. I'm really interested that you chose Aberdeen as a place that both of us have lived. <laughs> yeah. That's the place where hamsters would go <laughs> for a nice life. One of the coldest, greyest places in the universe. <laughs> yeah, and that's what they did. Not the Maldives. <laughs> they went to, to Aberdeen. Yeah, I understand this. Like, parents get themselves into this sort of trouble all the time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we're sitting here in my parents' basement. My parents have a have a, a, a like a there's a car park for the for the for the buildings that they live in mm -hmm. and that car park has a big electric gate okay. there's a clicker that we all call the zapper that opens the car park door right gate it's not a door it's a <laughs> gate it opens the gate to the car park um for a very long time my youngest daughter has believed fully that the way that you open the gate is by blowing oh, that's, that is adorable <laughs> like that and so every time we pull up to the gate she's like <laughs> oh you're you booping the zapper play, like yeah. frantically scrabbling around for the zapper to open the gate mm -hmm. does she uh, still believe that yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> but there is going to come a time of reckoning where we have to explain to her that that isn't the truth that that's not what actually happens and that's gonna that's gonna be a situation right so uh, immediately where my head goes here is that this business we would have actors probably paid yeah to the, the, you'd maybe text and be like oh we're going to walk past the gate 
Yeah. Uh, and they would be there and they would, you just coincidentally see them blowing on the gate and it would open. Just so this 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 other reality you created for her was a bit strengthened. She was like, oh, other people are blowing on the gate as well. It, it must be true. What if we just made it true? What if we just made oh. it so that actually like oh. the gate does open when you blow on it? You put a little sensor there. Yeah. Little like you blow on it. And, yeah, I like I, that's amazing. Because I bet that, because that, that's kind of the house idea as well. We've taken this thing and we've made it a reality. Yeah. Yeah. We just, we go around and we dig up your hamster and <laughs> clone it. Clone it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and then it goes to, because I tell you the other thing about that is like once a parent, generally, once a parent has, this isn't true of all parents, but, but it was true for us, once a parent has had a hamster in their house, mm-hmm. and then once the, the hamster sadly passes away, you don't want that fucking thing back. I, I, I Loved Balthazar with all all my heart, but I don't think I'd want another hamster. <laughs> it's a lot of effort. It's a lot of surprisingly, a lot it's a of small effort. creature. Yeah, and if it's you know, so you, you don't want that. But we as in a, Aberdeen in, in the Aberdeen. Yeah, in the in the uh, Aberdeen is heaven. It's hamster heaven. <laughs> in hamster heaven in Aberdeen, we have those. You know, we keep we look after Balthazar for you, <laughs> and you can come and visit. Is it- the cloned Balthazar. The cloned Balthazar, yeah. I, I think there's lots of situations. So I I don't have a child, so I don't have the opportunity to lie to children very much. Mm-hmm. But Santa. Whoa. Well, okay, right. The Tooth Fairy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, no. I tell you, no, the tooth with the Tooth Fairy, the biggest, like, sometimes you get questions, is Santa real? Mm. You know, how does Santa do the thing? How does the Easter Bunny, where does Easter Bunny come from? Mm-hmm, How does mm-hmm. Easter Bunny get the eggs? The question you never want to have to answer as a parent mm-hmm. is what does the tooth fairy do with all of the teeth? Because <laughs> it, it, it ain't going to be nothing good, is it? There's no good There's answer no, to that. It's always going to be something pretty yeah. grim. She's, she's building a palace out of teeth. <sighs> He's grinding them up to make magic dust i that, don't know that it's sounds weird. like something you'd say to a child i think the true answer is he puts them in <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of teeth though it's a lot of teeth yeah yeah but there i mean there are millions of things that people like that you know grow like all those things as a as a parent when a child asks you a question and you don't know the answer to it and you you come up like so many parents and you mm. shouldn't do this. Like you really shouldn't do this, but you do it anyway. When you don't know the answer, you make it up. Like there's a ton of Calvin and Hobbes car- cartoons <laughs> about the fact that his dad just makes up solutions <laughs> to like difficult <laughs> questions, <laughs> you know, uh, but we could just, we could be, we would come in, swoop in. Oh, how does Santa fly around the world so fast? Uh, whatever. He's magic. And then we come in with the evidence, yeah. with the physics Solve yeah. all the equations. And be like, there you go, five year old. It's this. This checks out. This <laughs> yeah, this works, works out. <laughs> That's it. Why does the middle of the record go around faster than the outside of the record, or the other way around? I forget which way it is. Mm-hmm. Well, that the tracks in the middle of an album are, are naturally faster, and then we record. We'd pay a bunch of like record labels to put all the fast songs in the middle of the record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where does rain come from? Um. Well, that's actually a difficult one. <laughs> well, it's just very, very wet out in the universe. Yeah. It, it's just like an ocean out there. Yeah, yeah. What is the smell of dark matter? 
It smells like broccoli. Broccoli. <laughs> <laughs> then we just go to CERN with a lot of broccoli and we, we would make this reality. We make it happen, yeah. yeah. That's right. We retrofit the universe to make dark matter smell like broccoli. I do. It's kind of sweet and wholesome going through all this effort to make up this, uh, to, 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 to make this a truth, you know? Yeah. You, you, you've, you've convinced them that the fast song is going to be the record and now it is your life's goal to make that true. Yeah. <laughs> You're calling up Olivia Rodrigo being like, please for your next album. <laughs> Slow stuff on the outside. <laughs> fast stuff on the inside. You've got to do this for me. I think the really stupid thing about that is we've also got it the wrong way around because it's the outside that travels faster <laughs> than the inside, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So you think this is, you think this is viable? I As think, a parent, would you be in for this? I mean, as a parent, I would definitely sign up for this. As okay. an investor, I'd be like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so our ad today mm-hmm. is from a new startup. They sell beds. Oh, nice. Um, they're very exciting, actually. I'm quite interested in it. Because I've actually had this up before. I was to Ikea recently, and I noticed that children's beds aesthetically are a lot more exciting than grown-ups beds. Like their bunk beds, naturally very cool. Um, but I, when I was out, the one I was quite jealous of was the ones that look like sports cars. Oh, but they're nice. all tiny little cots. I'm like, I, I can't, that ain't going to work for me. You're a big boy. I'm a big, big grown-up boy. I need a big grown-up bed. This startup though, called Grown-Up Beds for Grown-Ups, <laughs> will take this sort of aesthetic design and make it king-size. So right now they're offering a king-size uh Bunk bed. Whoa. Structurally very difficult to make, I hear. And a, a king-size sports car bed. Yeah, man. I mean, this, these are amazing. A king-size bunk bed, uh, that uh, that opens so many questions in my mind that I'm just going to gloss over. <laughs> but that sounds that sounds really good. And, and I've heard that they also have a, a second tier for this. They do, that's correct. Yeah. It's very exciting. Very expensive, but I'm, I'm excited by it. Yeah, where... They take an actual car and just top, chop the top <laughs> off it and put a mattress in. Does the does the size of car dictate the size of mattress that goes in? A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If you want a Ferrari, that's quite a small bed. Like you're just gonna yeah. get a you're just gonna get a regular double in that. <laughs> if you want a if you want a king size, you're gonna have to get a Humvee. That's a lot, a lot, a lot more bed for your for your buck. Can, can, can you still drive the car <laughs> <laughs> while asleep? <laughs> Is there, is there a boutique service where you can give them, like, I don't know, like, I, I think about the first car I had. Yeah. You, you give them that and be like, oh, man. that's more expensive, but, like, can you just make my car into a bed now? Oh, if you have, like, a, yeah, if you if you have a car that is dear to your heart. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I mean, my first, I don't drive, but I did have a car when I was 17. Uh-huh. It was a Fiesta Festival that belonged nice. to my granddad. Yeah. Yeah. And now you can sleep in that every it, single night. It would have been fucking up. cramped. <laughs> <laughs> If I turned that into a car. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cars that last forever. Cars that last forever. And that you can sleep in. Yeah. Grown-up beds for grown-ups. <laughs> so that was a wonderful ad. Yeah. I I would buy that from that definitely real company. Mm-hmm. Now, we're about to enter into the what we call the, the next segment of the show. And it's quite, quite exciting. It's yeah. a reader submission. So I think maybe before we get into it, Alex, could you inform us all how you could, you, dear listener, could get in touch with us? 
Absolutely. So we have three ways to get in touch with us, right? You can contact us via email, which is what most people do. Mm-hmm. Brains on the outside at gmail.com. You'd be surprised how many people email us. We love it. We it's wonderful. Quite a lot. It's great. Yeah, it's good. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, Brains on the Outside, mm-hmm. or you can check us out on Twitter, Brains Outside. The other thing that you could do for us, which would be the absolute best thing that you could possibly do. The best. The best. The best. Is actually just tell your friends about this podcast because we're desperately trying to grow it um someone ridiculously has invested in this podcast and we now have amazing podcast mics so we actually need to put a bit of effort in thank (laughs) you so much (laughs) yeah exactly um and and if you really really want to push the boat out give us a little rating on on itunes yeah or on uh on apple podcasts or on spotify um just add a little review there as well like we've got we've got consistently five-star ratings from the people who have rated us so far um but yeah that that would be that would be good yeah, it turns out this week andrew that we've actually reached every continent every on continent. the planet we've it's very exciting last week was the most popular week ever for the show and last episode is the most anyone's ever listened to an episode in the, in the first seven days I just realized that it's not every continent my wife would be like you haven't reached antarctica yet mm, that's a that's a yeah that's a difficult that's mm. That's a extend the goalpost too far, I think. That's too far. I mean, that now is my only goal. If you know someone on Antarctica who might listen to the podcast, please do that because we want it in our stats. <laughs> that would be the best. All right, let's crack on with the PM segment of the show. PM segment. So, Andrew, uh, one of our dear listeners, mm-hmm. a very dedicated listener. Has, this isn't actually the first email he sent. It's not. It's true. Um, has Has written us in. A little, a little problem right. here. Um, the pseudonymous, pseudonymous. I can't say that word. Uh, pseudonym. Yeah, pseudonymous, pseudonymous. Yeah. <laughs> the pseudonymous. Fucking yeah. out. <laughs> Kendrick Crappington Pitt. Dot ETH. Dot ETH. Brackets. That's Thank- a classy guy. Yeah. Thanks, Mo. Uh, has written in um i'm just going to read a bit of this this email out here because he's he's presented us with quite a specific problem that we need to solve right gentlemen as you probably know i'm a success oriented needle pushing growth hacker interactively disseminating progressive niches i'm all over the social medias there are literally 12 people following me on linkedin (laughs) The problem I've identified with being really, really successful is you quickly become too successful. Sounds trivial, I know, but the driveway of my improbable 80s Cheshire mansion is so jammed packed with stretch limos that the Amazon delivery people can't actually get through to bring me my protein powder (laughs) and energy bars. So that's a big problem. That's part of the problem. problem. The bigger problem, though, is with a success, success, there's a creeping danger. Next year, people will expect me to do even better still, which is a lot of hard work. And hard work interferes with the time I set aside for reading LinkedIn thought pieces. (laughs) So, could you devise a product or service to make me less successful? Not completely unsuccessful, just a way of keeping boundless success under control. Something seamless and plug and play that I can drop into my workflow and just keep the success in check. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, Andrew. Right. I love it. I, such a good problem. <laughs> yeah, such a good problem to have, isn't it? Um, right off the top of my head, 
plugin for your Chrome browser. Yeah. Every time you try to post on LinkedIn and you're like, got a new job promotion. Yeah. It just, it, through AI magic, it realizes that's a success. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can't, you just can't hit post. You just gray, <laughs> graze the box out. Graze the box out. Graze, you, can't, you, can't, you can't press it. Yeah. I got really heavy shoes just to make you walk slower. Oh, so you physically right. slow you down. Physically slow you down. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put uh, a limiter on your car. You, you, you're you not yeah. going over 45 miles an hour anymore. Yeah. Like a, to throw back to a previous episode with CEO door, just like very slightly annoying to open doors. Yeah, yeah. Throughout your entire office. So it just takes you a little bit longer to get anywhere. Could we, could we like follow you around and make sure like, we walk, like you're walking down the street, we bump into you, you slip things, and you, you, that, that's it, you've missed your bus. Yeah. <laughs> What about we just introduce someone into your office who's just pranking you? Constantly. They just fucking love pranks. <laughs> so, like, they're doing that thing where they put a little, like, uh, a bit of paper over your mouse mm-hmm. sensor. So you're sitting your mouse and you're like, what the hell's oh, going on with this? Moving, yeah. yeah, they put print out a picture of your screen mm-hmm. and stick it onto your actual screen. And so you're like, oh my God, my computer's broken. <laughs> nothing's moving anymore. Plug, plug cables at the back yeah, of it. Exactly they're uh yeah they're doing pranks that just like soak your trousers so you just have to go and change your trousers <laughs> sometimes <laughs> just like, yeah every time you go into the office first thing they've just changed your desk like the, the screens are in the wrong place your, your chair's too low it takes like five minutes to solve it they've hidden your favorite mug <laughs> yeah we introduce like full hot desking including your desk mm-hmm. and every day there's someone else is sitting in, in your desk this what about the flip of all this? We mm. get a guy in who doesn't want to prank you, but it's just like trying to get you involved with things. Oh, She's man. like, table football right now. Let's go. Got a cup of coffee. Oh, we're going for beers now. We're coming with us. So your day is just constantly getting disrupted. Nice. And they're doing all stu- there's all the stuff that you like. Yeah. It, it's it's so nice as well. You feel bad to say, no, like, yeah, I, I guess I can play a, 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 another game of table. A fourth game. Yeah. Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. We just have like axe throwing yeah. installed in your office. Uh, just yeah, just all the cool stuff. There's a, there's, a, there's that sort of like, um, Silicon Valley cool, cool office design, which is a I'm not sure I'm a fan of. But you have like slides and stuff, <gasps> but we just we go in and your office is just it's just that it's constant distractions and people being like, oh, do you want to go on the slide? What if we just make the slide a circle? <laughs> you just go round and round and round and round and round round. You jump on it, you're like, oh fuck, no. <laughs> you're on there for 20 minutes before you slow down and get off. <laughs> it's just really greasy. In up. a loop, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This could suck a lot of your time out of your day. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a nice way of getting distracted as well. You're not like, you're making a friend maybe. Yeah. When you ever go for lunch. You you're ordering like a small thing, maybe you got a sandwich, but the this this actor we've hired to distract you is like, well, what if we just went and got an enormous meal, an oh. enormous cooked meal, and you're there, you've had like a three course meal, you go back to the office, you're getting nothing done. By <laughs> you are right. We we cranked up the heat. <laughs> We're playing like really like white noise, really slow jams, and you are oh, so tired. We've we've secretly switched out your chair at this point as well for a way comfier chair. You walk in into your office and there's there's a full-size car bed yeah oh yeah in the corner and you're just like oh, just, oh man that looks real cool i could just go and lie in that yeah that's that's that i mean that's great mm-hmm. yeah um what if there was a you know how there's like a corporate firewalls to stop you looking at the 
the bad boy websites. Mm-hmm. What if it's that? But we go way too far. Like, <laughs> I, I, you know, every day you get email from ITV like, oh, we, we still haven't quite, quite figured out the firewall. But it's like, it's like blocking things like the intranet, your company. It's blocking things like Google. <laughs> Google Stack Overflow. Yeah. Stack Overflow is done for you. Yeah, that, that's good. I really we, like We hire that. a team of software engineers that uh, whenever you're not looking, just will insert bugs into your code. <laughs> what if we put the the uh, the uh, the cookie request thing, mm-hmm. but we put it everywhere, every website, like literally? No, not even just every website, <laughs> just literally everywhere. <laughs> you walk into a into the coffee shop at the office, and someone comes up to you with a big piece of thing. It's just like GDPR. <laughs> GDPR. Thing thing. Like, you need to sign. You need to press the button. <laughs> and then every every option is really complicated. Oh. If you want to opt out of marketing emails, it's like. Do you not want to sometimes not receive more than one email? Maybe never. <laughs> and you have to choose the like tick. Do I tick the box or do I not tick the box? I'm just trying to get a cup of coffee in the canteen, but I don't want the spam emails. And so we got a double there. One, spend a time thinking about the cookie mm-hmm. thing. Or the the marketing thing, and two, if you get it wrong, you just get a lot of spam. Emails. Oh, that that that's really good. You're getting distracted either way. Yeah. How much time? If you have an eight and a half hour day, how much time do you think we've removed from that with all this ideas? All the everything we said in the last five minutes was dunked into the into your office you're working right now, Alex. How much of the percentage of your day do you think is gone? Uh, this is a really interesting question because, of course, like Tim Ferriss, infamously productive in inverted commas, man, mm. talks about a four-hour work week. So we have to remove a lot of time. It, right. That, that's the concept of you're only productive for four hours. Maybe we need to give you things that, like, make your brain crunch mm-hmm. that that will wipe out that productive part of your day for your brain. Oh, man, everything's a puzzle. Everything. You you log in, and the password thing, it's not like a game of Wordle. Yeah. <laughs> a really hard one, though. It's like a really obscure <laughs> word. Wordle everywhere. Do you want a cup of coffee? Yeah, you got a wordle for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you want to get out of the car park? Well, you want to play me in this game of chess? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what what, uh, what hotel room are you staying in tonight at this conference? It's a Sudoku to find out. <laughs> <laughs> we get your unproductive time with like uh, sort of organized fun. We get your productive time with extremely complex puzzles. Yeah. And you're, you're wiped out. Nice. That's that's your brain stuff gone, right? Done. There's that whole thing about Obama not making any extraneous decisions, but we're forcing you to make extraneous decisions <laughs> all the time. Like, Constantly. yeah, he was like brown suit on one day, blue suit on the next day. Mm-hmm. But for us, your wardrobe's just every color of suit. You have to make a choice first thing in the morning. We just wipe you out. Every single piece of clothing that you wear is one massive decision. Wait, there's an extremely complicated. Uh, dress code now in your office yeah <laughs> it changes every extremely day extremely complicated it's like so on mondays we wear pink but only if it's the third monday of the month on a month that ends with an r and it's this year and also these two people aren't in because then you'll clash with them and you have to sit there and be like oh oh god what? <laughs> yeah maybe sometimes like it'll be like oh you can only wear pink if like you know steve isn't in and you're like, oh, who's Steve again? Steve doesn't work at your company. <laughs> you can't fight him. You, you ain't fighting this guy. <laughs> Andrew, 
That was Brains on the Outside, man. That was that was episode 11 of Brains on the Outside. It really was. I I think, I hope you answered Mo's email. I think the the answer is really complicated dress code. I, I, I 100% think that the answer is really complicated dress code. <laughs> it's really good. Um, I will be uh, now going home to go and sleep in my... Uh, Big boy grown up bed. Yeah, I was just trying to think of a funny car, but I can't think of one. Reliant Robin bed. <laughs> it's really wobbly. Yeah, it's really wobbly. It's just a, it's for my core. Okay. Yeah, yeah I've got to keep my yeah, keep my core strong. Um, that was great. So uh, let's just recap real quick. How can people get in touch with the show? There's three ways. There is an email address, which is brains on the outside at gmail.com. There is our Twitter, which is brains outside. And there is finally our Instagram, which is brains on the outside. And either way, perfect for us. And if you have like five minutes, please, we would love it if you left us a review. And again, if you thought it was even mildly entertaining, if you told your friends, that would mean the world to us. We still stand by if you email your friends <laughs> introducing them to the show and cc brains on the outside at gmail.com, we will do you a specific bit in the show. I am. Um, I love how we double down on this. This is this guerrilla guerrilla advertising. Yeah, aggressive. <laughs> That's good. Uh, wonderful. Until next week, Andrew. Keep your brain yes, on the outside, man. Keep your brain on the outside.